Hi, welcome to Debecca's Thoughts. My name is Adiola, but I am popularly known as Debecca. And um, to my repeat listeners, thank you again for coming back and listening to my thoughts on diverse issues, typically centers around um, relationships, friendship, family, sometimes finances, but I don't really talk money much because people don't like to <laughs> hear it unless you're trying to give out time. And to my new listeners, my first time listeners, thank you so much for joining me. And I do hope you'll stick around. I'll be right back. So about Acrimony. That is the title of the movie. If you've not seen it, please see it. When I saw that movie, I did not blame the woman as much. You know why? Because all the future plans she had with this man, this man manifested it with someone else. He could have made a brand new plan with another woman. But she was reacting. That's the reason why she was able to track them down because she knew the next plan of action, that everything I planned with this man, he was playing it out with somebody else. And people argue that, oh, after all, he asked for forgiveness. She could have forgiven him. After how many years of pain? Forgiveness is not easy when you're in so much pain. If he had kept on trying, and when he hit that business deal, he had actually come to her and say, look, this is the wealth you wanted me to have for so long. Now I have it. Can we please try again? She lost her ability to have children because he was cheating on her. She got an accident and she lost her ability to have children. So it literally took everything away from her. She was working hard to save a marriage that was not going to be saved unless the man picked up himself and started doing something and eventually he was like i'll pay you back for your mother's house and she's like really is that all you think you owe me i've seen the movie a lot of times and i keep i'm like how many people are in such marriages and relationships where they are sacrificing everything for someone that will not do the same for them for someone that will forget it as soon as they're comfortable they'll be like yeah now you're fat let me get a slim shady. Or suddenly they realize, uh, you're not up to their level anymore. Because they spent the entire time they were with you looking for their spec. So they don't see you as their spec. They don't see you. And watch it. You now become a bad person suddenly when you return the same energy of how they've been treating you. When you return the same energy to them and be like, oh, well... Now I don't care for you anymore because you're exhausted. You don't show me off. You don't take care of me. You don't do anything. And then they're like, yeah, why are you doing this? Why? Well, you have been doing the same thing to me the entire time. All these years, you have been treating me the same way. I did never complain. Oh, why didn't you introduce me to that person that, oh, I'm your babe. I'm your husband. Oh, did you introduce me that I was your girlfriend? When people are treating you bad, they don't know. They think you don't know. They, they, they think it doesn't hurt. The fact that you don't react, they think it doesn't hurt. But wait for it. When you now begin to react, they now start seeing that, ah, what you're doing is wrong. Well, you're the master. I learned it from you. And look, if people don't see the value of having you, why 
do you even bother trying to convince them? Gucci doesn't convince you that they're Gucci. Birkins doesn't convince you that, oh, I'm Birkins, come and buy me. No! They put a price tag on themselves. Michael Kors has a price tag. They put a price tag and sat there at the store. Like, if you can afford me, buy me. If you, if you cannot afford me, keep walking. So if fabrics, clothing lines, clothing companies can put that much reputation on themselves and respect on their name, diamonds don't go on discount for nobody. No matter how much you want, if you cannot afford it, you cannot afford it. So why is it that when it comes to businesses and products, we appreciate the value of business and respect them for what they are. But when it comes to us, we don't appreciate ourselves and know that we are valuable. But instead, we are begging for love. We are begging for attention. We are settling for less when we could have just waited a little bit. Worked more on ourselves. Add some resumes, some degrees, some business deals to our belt so that in the future, when we meet the right partner that would appreciate all these things we have worked hard for, they will never leave us. Why don't we think that we are worth all that? We are worth being worshipped. Instead, we are settling for other people that don't even appreciate us. We're not seeing ourselves as all that. So, excuse me, if you don't see yourself as valuable, why should I see you as valuable? And then, we're going to accept the kind of treatment we think we deserve. Why? Why? Why do you do it? If you don't draw a line for people to cross, they're not going to know the boundaries with you. So why is it that you just accept any kind of treatment? You're like, oh yeah, because I've never really known love in my life. Maybe I don't deserve love. And then you get abused all the time. Oh, I'm used to, I'm used to my boyfriend yelling at me. Really? You've never heard people that their spouses don't yell at them? You've never seen women that are respectful to their men, but you think, oh, I'm used to drama. What's wrong with you? Are you damaged in the head or something? How do you expect to flourish when you're so cruel to yourself and you're very cruel to yourself by the things you settle for? You're very cruel to yourself by the standard in which you set, your, you set for yourself. You're being cruel to yourself by not realizing that you deserve more, putting yourself in a situation, in a position where you actually get more. You're being cruel to yourself, so how should I treat you any better? The way people treat us is up to them. How we accept it, for how long, and for when we call it short, is up to us. People will treat you how they think you should be treated. But it stops or continues based on how you react to it. And there's always a test that they will test you from the beginning and see, oh, will she, will she take it? Will she react? What's wrong with us? We can do better. A marriage or a, or a relationship, a good relationship is a union of two lovers, two forgivers. It's a union. You have to respect each other. You cannot just say, oh, just because that's how you grew up. That's, that's what, that's what, that's how he is. That's how she is. I have to take her like that. No, don't take anybody like that. No, they won't take you like that. (laughs) That's why they cheat on you because they refuse to take you like that. So why are you taking them like that? Stop making yourself so easily available for people who don't ever prioritize you.
you know what? Let me keep keep it moving. Because I'm beginning to get frustrated and upset by the one-sided effort that we put into our marriage and relationship and think it's going to flourish. It's, it's going to die. It's just like you have a plant. You don't know what time to wet it. You just wet it whenever. It's going to die. If plants take nurturing, animals take nurturing, you take nurturing too. You deserve valuable time and commitment. I need someone to put in effort and sacrifices with you so that you can flourish. When you flourish, they also get to harvest and enjoy the outcome of who you've become. A tree cannot make a forest. But you need more than one tree to become a forest. So, yes, you need to put yourself in a situation, in a position whereby you're surrounded by people that care for you so you can flourish. If you don't flourish, you become a desert. People don't find food or water in the desert. But in a forest, life grow there. There's a lot of chances of survival. Everything you need in a forest, you'll get. At the desert, all you get is sand, heat. You probably didn't want to die there. Let's do better. I love you is not in its words. It is in the actions. Forgiving issues from the past. Showing affection. Respect. Coming into compromise and commitment will take us a long way do not treat your marriage like it's a relationship and do not treat your relationship like it's a marriage do not give wife benefits at the girlfriend level do not give husband's duties at a boyfriend level if you're not eat for them you're not eat if you're not the best for them and number one they will never make you the best because right from the day one they should have known that you're the best and all of your subsequent days with them should just go to prove that they were right the first time that you are the best but if you have to convince anybody to see you for who you really are that means they are blind if they are blind it's none of your problem it's none of your problem do not let a jealous lover take your life, take away your happiness. Because jealousy is a poison that spreads slowly and it could end up killing something in you. Your self-esteem, your happiness, your good health, your positivity. Je- jealousy or bad partner period will always kill something in you. They will, they will bury something in you. Let's do better. We can do it if we set our minds to it. I tell you. It's not that hard. Good partners are out there. But you have to see yourself as deserving of a good partner before a good partner can recognize that you are a good partner for them too. You have to be ready. Spend all this time preparing yourself for a great future. Don't self-sabotage yourself. Don't settle for trash. Let the trash take itself out. Let them stop talking to you. It's like trash that took itself out. They will go and you'll be just fine. Without them, you were fine. You will be fine again. In the womb, you were alone. 
unless you're a set of twins but you're gonna be in two different sacks anyways so if you could survive by yourself in a womb for nine months let alone somebody else you just met what do you think is gonna happen you do just fine do better look at yourself and say i am beautiful i am good looking i'm successful i am all that not until you have this words of, of affirmation for yourself and repeat it to yourself nobody will describe you without you describing yourself let us know how to address you let us know how to treat you let us know how to talk to you because that is the standard we cannot follow a standard you have refused to set we were not gonna set a standard for you you have to do it yourself give us the tool on which you want us to operate with you on give us the platform show us who you are if we don't see you for who you are cut us off because you deserve better okay all right so until next time thank you so much for joining me today i will be back again with some scoop i have a couple of guests coming up so hopefully they get to show up until then i love you thank you for listening and this is the abeka starts Okay, welcome. I do hope you have your regular, you know, your water, your juice, your coffee, snack, whatever it is, because this might be a long episode. This is the disclaimer, okay? All right. Today, I will be touching relationship problems. And we cannot avoid but have relationship problems. However, there are some good relationship problems to have. And there are some negative relationship problems. Like, typically the word problem would show that it's not a good thing. However, problem just means that a little bit of adjustment that you have to make here and there. You might not be comfortable with it at the beginning. However, you can get used to it and then it no longer becomes a problem and now becomes like, you know, a way of life. So, what are the good problems a relationship can have let me give you an example some examples we can go with the three c's good relationship problem could be um commitment compromise communication or just finding a little bit having a little bit of struggle when it comes to reaching a common ground it doesn't mean it's a bad thing it just means that the phase in which you need to complete to get to these levels have just not been completed. So it might take some people longer than usual to get to a good height of commitment, communication, compromise. It might take them a second or a long time, but it doesn't mean that they're not trying. But as much as you can see effort, you just have to consider it as, you know, a little bit of a setback however you will get to the breaking point eventually all right another problem a relationship could have that is healthy will be a healthy competition between partners examples of a healthy competition between partners will be competing for better jobs better opportunities like my job is currently paying like $100,000. My spouse is paying $150,000. How about I join my spouse's company so that we can both reach the same um, height and mix finances together and grow? We could do that. 
or I can just get a better job so that I can better support my partner. It's a good problem to have. Job growth, financial growth. When you guys have to compete amongst yourselves, like, okay, you have this job, I can do better. It's good. It's not, there's nothing wrong with it. You can also have healthy competition in terms of fitness. Ah, I know. If you feel like my partner is looking good, how about you match up with them? And when you have a motivation of, I want to look like my partner, I want to be as fit as them, in a lot of situations, you will suppress them. So yes. Another competition could be gifting. Like you know, if your partner likes to splurge on you and buy expensive stuff, you can match up. You can do that. It's a competition. Like, okay, well, last year I bought you this. This year I'm going to step up my game and buy you that. And another thing is showing affection. Who knows how to do it better? Who can plan the romantic date nights better? Who can plan a, a surprise trip? better who can you know who's wild when it comes to setting like a certain goal for themselves like i want my partner to be well taken care of last year my partner took me to paris next year i want to take them to dubai it could be you know anything of such or i want to bring their family i want to bring her family or his family to visit us and surprise up my partner for their birthday it's a healthy thing to do it's, it's it's a healthy you know it's a healthy competition to have where you have to show affection in a way that your partner understands another thing you should consider when talking about healthy relationship problems it will be fighting fair when you're actually able to speak and listen and you're given an equal opportunity to do that the individuality between both of you balances nobody feels suppressed for the other it doesn't mean you're not gonna fight at all it's that as much as I can listen does my partner listen to and when it comes to communication you are going to understand things differently it's normal you grew up from different backgrounds you have different levels of education you have different exposures and experiences so yes it's normal for you to understand things differently it does not mean it's a bad thing that's completely awful it's just that it would take a moment for you guys both of you to warm up and become one unit okay another thing you should consider when Another example of a good relationship problem will be public bragging of showing off on social media. When your partner just cannot get enough of you, every single opportunity they get to show you off, they're going for it. Some partners do not like it. That's the reason why it could be a problem. It's just because they're private, right? But one thing we need to pay attention to is we need to be able to differentiate a private partner from one that's just hiding you for the wrong reasons, okay? I will expand more on that later. But public bragging is a sign of a healthy relationship problem it's a problem because your partner might not like it or might not like to do it or might might not just like being in on social media as much because 
you know personal information on all of that but there are some partners that they just adore you so much they cannot help it so yes you don't like it but you have tolerated they're showing you off what what could the problem be okay so now the last example of a healthy relationship problem will be setting reasonable boundaries you have to have boundaries amongst each other it's okay you you two were not born on the same day you don't have the same needs and wants you you reason differently you process information differently you communicate things differently so yes you have to be able to set boundaries between each other so that there's a line of respect being drawn there's a line of affection that's been understood there's many many things that you can roll into your relationship that you know that okay well i have relationship problems but they're not bad okay so now let's talk about the bad relationship problems these are the toxic relationships if you see these signs the list is long and endless. I will try to cut it short, but I can promise that this podcast will be short. I gave you examples of a good relationship earlier. Like I said, there is no relationship without problems. Some are good, some are bad. I have given you examples of the good ones. Now let's talk about examples of the bad ones, okay? Are you ready? Let's go. Disrespect. If you have a partner that has no iota of respect for you, it's bad. Because if they're expecting respect from you and they cannot give it back to you, it just means they don't love you. And what are the things that they could do that would show that they do not have respect for you? The way they talk to you, yelling and arguing in an argument, in a conversation, argument is not a part of a healthy conversation. Argument is just disrespectful period. You, there's a way you can let your grievances known calmly, respectfully being given an opportunity to speak. And at the same time, being able to listen and comprehend. It's really important that we know this in our relationships. If you have any partner that just is fond of yelling at you like you're a child, it's a form of belittlement. Like they just belittle you like you don't deserve respect. You should be bothered if you see this in your relationship. I don't know how that's going to get better because someone that has the ability to disrespect someone else was just not raised right, period. It's my opinion. Say what you like. Think what you like. But that's how I see them. Your ability to insult somebody else using vulgar languages or the tone in which you talk to them, which you cannot tolerate yourself. You're just not raised right. So I wouldn't blame your parents. You might just not have raised yourself right. Because a lot of times, who we become is not a result of how our parents trained us. Half the time, they started the job. But we finished it by retraining ourselves based on our environment, our kind of exposure, the kind of people that we roll with. It will determine if the training our parents gave us is going to continue or if it's going to get tarnished. All right. 
I don't want to flog that one too much. Another relationship problem you should be worried about is lack of forgiveness. I'm going to pause right there because I want it to sink in. If you say you're in love, why can't you just have an honest disagreement? Certain people would would use certain things against you just because they don't care about you. The right one would know all of your weaknesses and they will never use them against you. So if you have a partner that does not understand that forgiveness is a part of a relationship, an important part of a relationship, you are with the wrong partner. If you cannot forgive me, you don't love me. If you don't love me, what am I doing with you? And these partners are petty. They are, first of all, going to drag a particular situation, like maybe something very little happened. They will drag it with you until you come to the point of frustration. And you're like, wait, are we still talking about this thing after like four days of arguing about it? Or they they be throwing shades, like throwing subs on their status, on their Facebook status, on their Instagram status, throwing subs at you. Because they're petty like that. They act very childish. They don't understand that there's a point to which maturity needs to come into play. If you cannot forgive me, you should not be with me because then you begin to look dangerous to me if you don't have a heart of forgiveness and now you want to pay me back by being petty with me don't waste your time just keep it moving don't don't this kind of things you don't teach forgiveness to anybody you don't teach anyone to not be petty it's either they're it or they're not if they don't understand forgiveness they don't understand affection they don't understand respect i don't know how you can teach these things to people especially people old enough to be in a relationship or marriage And people that cheat on you, what do you want to say about those? I have talked about cheating in different angles a lot. But someone that has the ability to look at you and cheat on you, they are telling you that you're not enough for them. They are telling you that you're not good enough for them. If you're in a relationship, please just pack up and go. You might eventually find someone that will treat you just as good and as great as you deserve to be treated but if you're in a marriage the resolution is not the same if you want to know what i think about that it's in another previous episode please go back and listen to it i don't i do not like to repeat words that i've used or repeat phrases i've said i don't like it i just like to move forward a partner that's dishonest with you, a partner that lies to you, they try to actually, I call it the stupid button. When they lie to you, knowing fully well that you know the truth or you're sensing what the truth is, but they have the ability to lie to you and convince you that what you think you know is wrong. I call it the stupid button. So they just press that button all the way down until you you begin to question your own intelligence and you're like wait am i losing my mind am i thinking this wrong 
Am I am I not? But wait. You're lying. And then when I have to start doing the questions in my head and I'm thinking, you know what? I know what you said to me the last time I asked you a question in regards to this particular scenario. This was what you said. And now you have changed the answer. Are you beginning to make me question my intelligence or my memory? Because I'm sure that's not what you said. And they're going to keep arguing with you and be like, oh, babe, that's what I said. No, that's not what you said. You're just a liar. What's the point of being a dishonest person in a relationship or in a marriage? What's wrong with you? And if you, if your spouse is consistently making you feel like you don't know what you're talking about, they're making you f- question your intelligence and your memory span. Run. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about that. Because if they have the ability to lie to you about one thing, they have the ability to do it over and over again. And you'd be surprised that they could lie about just about anything. So you're living like a fictitious relationship or marriage and you don't even know it because this relationship exists to only you. With them, they're like freelance, happy-go-lucky. But you are over there trying to hold everything down to make sure your relationship lasts long. But you're dating yourself if your partner is not putting in as much work as you are putting in. You're dating yourself. So let's keep going. A relationship where your partner keeps you private for the wrong reasons is a bad relationship problem to have. Because you think, oh, they're just keeping me private because they love me. But they're on social media, they're posting other people. Or maybe just the way they wish you happy birthdays, like, it's not personal. Like, they make it seem like you are someone that they know. Not Happy birthday to the love of my life. You know, you don't have to write an epistle. But there are certain captions people would use on you or your picture that will make other people realize that, no, they are in a relationship with you. But if I say to my boyfriend, happy birthday, dear, it's not personable. It's not, it's not, it's just like normal, random. But if I say happy birthday to my darling happy birthday to you i'm grateful for the day we met i'm grateful i'm grateful for how much impact you you've brought into my life the changes you know those are good things to say not happy birthday dear sis bro you are dating yourself if they cannot take you home to their family you are dating yourself because the level of commitment you have for that relationship, they don't have it. So technically, they don't owe you anything. They, they're not committed to you. They don't feel like they need to go extra mile for you. If you have a partner that is not willing to make sacrifices for you, if the only thing they do is what works out for them, it's how they want it, not how both of you have agreed to have it. They're leaving you stranded in the last minute. And they're like, oh, well, it's your birthday. I don't have to be there. Bro, you have to be there. Sis, you gotta be there. What else do you have to do that should be more important than me? If your partner does not make you feel important, like you are the best of all, they are going to drop everything and run to you when you need them. If your partner is not doing these things for you, you are dating yourself. It hurts, but the truth. Stop making excuses for bad behavior. Stop saying, oh, he hit me because I yelled at him. He shouldn't hit you for whatever reason. Oh, he's mad. He didn't pick up the phone 
because we had an argument. Your partner is beginning to practice living without you, existing without you. They are practicing that already by not talking to you, by cutting you off. So why are you still thinking that you have a relationship that is worth saving when your partner is practicing self-sufficiency and self, how do I put it now? Independence without you like that like good they're good it's not like two halves that come together to be one entity they are making you understand that they are whole by themselves they don't need you so you can try and patch this relationship all you like it will still fall apart because you are not what they want you are not who they need in their lives you are good but you're not good enough for them it's not about what you do it's about how they see you you cannot control how people see you you cannot control how what people think of you but you can control to you can control the extent the limit to which you can tolerate this kind of behavior if you don't put a price on yourself i don't know how much to pay for you if you discount yourself i'm not going to pay you more than the price you've given me you don't, we're supposed to look at ourselves every single day and be like, you know what? I'm all that. Look back at your achievements. If you don't have a lot of them, begin to build your achievement. Do not ever tie your future down or put your future on hold because of the promises a man made to you. The man that is not your wife, the man that's not your husband or the woman that's not your wife. Oh, I, I, I plan to do this very soon. But my boyfriend is not ready. My girlfriend is not ready. What is wrong with you? Do you think if they were thinking of you and putting your timeline into consideration, do you honestly think that they won't be ready? They will be ready. But the only reason why they're not ready is because they don't want you. Or maybe they want someone else that's not ready and not until the person lets them know that, you know what? Forever and ever, you're not my taste. Then they'll settle with you and you're going to be like, the plan B. Do you want to be a plan B? Because forever they'll make you feel like one. Any partner that keeps financial secrets from you, you don't even know how much they are worth, but you know that they are worth something. You should be worried. The whole goal of every relationship should be to end up in marriage. But if your relationship is beginning to look wobbly, do you think the foundation of marriage will stand? It will collapse. And now you're going to have to worry about being a single parent or having to pay divorce lawyers and fees and you're still left alone after everything you have done to sabotage, after everything you've done to save your relationship. But they are self-sabotaging everything. But you keep making excuses for them like, oh, oh, do I, do, I don't worry about it. They'll come around. They will change. Whatever you tolerate in a relationship will be worse in marriage. So if your partner cannot be open with you and be like, oh, well, this is what my finances are right now. This is where I'm looking to be. And they don't trust you with their money. Why are you trusting them with your heart? They don't trust you with their kids. Why are you trusting them with your life and with your child? What is wrong with you? 
some single moms will be like, oh, my boyfriend won't let me meet their child because they said they don't want to mess their child up. But you are a single mom. Is your own child any any less important than your boyfriend's child? Or maybe as a man, your child has met, your, your girlfriend does not want your child to meet their child it's because the goal you have for that relationship they don't share the same thoughts with you they don't share the same plans with you so yes they will keep you at an arm's length for as long as possible they'll keep you away from their children keep you away from their friends and their family so that when it's time to cut you off nobody will ask them questions in fact it would be easy because none of these people even knew you existed in the first place so yes, they could be keeping you around for sake of sex, for the fact that they're taking money from you, for the fact that you're good on paper, like they like what you look like in pictures that they're never going to post, <laughs> you know. But when it comes to the bigger part of a relationship where commitment needs to come into play, they, they do not see you in that kind of eyes because they're like, nah. She didn't make that chart. Like, nah, he's not going to be there. Like, nah, you're just good for, you're just like friends with benefit. But I have to give you the title boyfriend or girlfriend so that you can be comfortable and feel important. So you can let your guard down. But technically, you are not in a relationship. Stop discounting yourself and stop making excuses for people's bad behavior. Do not let any partner drive you crazy. Be it marriage, be it relationship. You should always come first. And if you treat your partner like they're the only one you have, and they treat you like you're the only one they have, it's a win-win situation. How, how are you not seeing that? But you keep begging for their love that they think you don't deserve. Why? Are you stressing about it? If if they've told you indirectly that all you're good for is sex, you think sex is going to keep them for a long time? No, because the way they are sleeping with you, they're going to be sleeping with other people like that. And may the odds be in your favor. What happens when you're pregnant and you don't feel like having sex? What happens when you're tired and you don't feel like having sex? What happens when you're probably mourning a family member or you're just going through depression and you don't feel like having sex? What do you think will happen then? Your partner would leave you and your newborn and go have sex outside. Your partner will leave you in your state of depression and go have sex outside. So do you think seriously that sex can keep a man? Nah. Once he finds a better sex partner than you, he's gone. He's going to leave you. You're only still in his life or her life because uh, you're still manageable. Once it's time to go, when they find their spec, they won't think twice about it. Meanwhile, you're going to be regretting how many opportunities you have lost, how many how much money you have lost in trying to keep a relationship that was not even existing. The relationship that was existing as a matter of fact, only in your eyes. Any partner that gives any kind of abuse, you should be worried about it. Any partner that is overbearing and controlling, like you have to literally suppress yourself for them to look big. You have to reduce yourself. You have to look poor because they're not rich enough. You have to stoop low 
just so they can feel good about themselves. If you have to do all of these things, you are having bad relationship problems and you should not even be in it. A partner with a lot of insecurities and jealousies will only bring you into constant conflict all the time. They'll be aggressive with you and you're going to feel frustrated all the time. Cardi B filed for divorce recently and she said, look, it's not about cheating. It's about the fact that we don't see eye to eye because she's exhausted with the argument. She's exhausted. And when people are arguing with you, they tend to disrespect you either with the tone of their voice or the kind of words they use towards you. She's exhausted. And she did everything to save her marriage from the you know public view. Cause she keep she said, This man is my world. She's always like, there's public affection, there's a lot of money, they compete with each other when it comes to birthday presents and all of that stuff. It saddened my heart and I saw that that this lady is about to ha- have a divorce. I'm not a half fan. My sister is a big fan. But it still made me sad. Because in my eyes, she tried. She she teaches people sex and So that means if you're able to teach it, that means you're great at it. So even with the sex, she wasn't able to keep him. Because the problem she was having with him was the way he was relating with her. She was exhausted. Let us also be mindful of people that undermine us. People that don't see you as you're good enough. People that don't see you as you're all that. People that feel like, oh, yeah, she's whatever. He's whatever. People like that would never see you grow. In fact, all the moves you make towards growth and progress, they would frustrate it to keep you down because they feel that's where you belong. Down. If your partner is not enthusiastic about your relationship, about your future plans as much as you are, if your partner is not forward-looking and planning with you about the kind of future both of you need to have, if all they see is right now, this moment, just now, you should be worried about that because you're not in the right relationship. You are not in the right relationship. I'm sorry to tell you, but I'm, it's, 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 it's too obvious. You might not see because you want, you are convincing yourself that it will get better. But at the end of the day, you will be the one to cry the premium tears. We'll read about it on social media when you call us and tell us, Oh, my boyfriend did this to me after like eight years of wasting your time, your life, your effort, your money, your whatever, your happiness, your strength, your positivity. You've wasted all of that on the wrong relationship, and then you call us and you go be like, Oh yeah, I wanna cry. I'm gonna listen to you cry. But then I told you so. A word of encouragement during a failure is worth more than an hour of praise after a success. You should be with a partner that understands the quote I just read. The quote says, a word of encouragement during a failure is worth more than an hour of praise after success. A partner that undermines you would not even see your successes. A partner that has refused to be enthusiastic about you, that has refused to be your partner 
in all sense that refuse to support you, respect you, show you loyalty, be open enough to share everything with you, their finances, show you off to the world and say, he's my world, she's my world. A partner that doesn't do all of that doesn't have any plans of successes for you. They don't wish you well. They're just using you. They can give you all the excuses in the world as to why they didn't introduce you to their family yet or their kids, but they lie. Where the heart is willing, it will find a thousand ways. Where the heart is not willing, it will find a million excuses. One million excuses. Stop deceiving yourself. Oh yeah, I plan to build I plan to build a house. I plan to buy a nice car. I plan to start a business, but my boyfriend is not ready. My girlfriend is not ready. You will see. They will take that money from that thing from you. They will build what you want to build with somebody else. There's this Tyler Perry movie that I watched. 